Okay, and we're recording. No. Hey. <laughs> Perfect start. Interrupt on the very first word. That was beautiful. That was amazing. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hey, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is episode two of Our Three Things, a podcast hosted by Yuna and Matt, where we like to tell just what's, what's making us feel joyful right now, our top three things for the week. And this is our like second weekend of the lockdown. Yeah, second weekend of the lockdown in Sydney. You know, seeing all my friends in the US not being in a lockdown <laughs> makes me a little bit jealous, but hopefully we'll get through it quickly. But yeah, I think uh, doing this doing this podcast is actually helping quite a bit with that. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to talking about it, three things, and, and finding some joy today. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I know we've had so many of these so far, but I think it's your turn to go first, actually. Is it? I think it's your turn. Okay. Why don't you tell me your first thing? So, um, when Matt asked me about what the three things I'm going to talk about for this weekend, I was kind of struggle at first. I was like, hmm, I don't really know what I want to talk about. And then I thought to myself, how difficult it is to find just three simple things. And then I yeah, noticed. Yeah. Well, that's not very reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but just, just, just listen. Okay, okay. Okay. So, and then I realized it's simple things in life. So my number one, it's very little, it's very simple, very straightforward. It's my lovely fresh roses which oh. I get from the flower market two yeah. weeks ago. And the reason I'm so happy and grateful about that is um, normally when you get fresh cut flowers from the Flemington market, it normally lasts only for a week, sometimes less than five days. But we have these two beautiful pink roses sitting on our dining table. Has been looking great for the entire two weeks. I'm starting to think that you might have bought fake ones on accident, to be honest, because <laughs> your track record, our track record with getting roses from the local market, I mean, we're lucky if they last three days sometimes. Yeah, right? exactly. But I'm looking at these two right now, right across the room from where we were sitting, and yeah. they still look pristine. I mean, and I, I remember it's, it only cost like $5 because we went late last time and it's actually pretty cheap. And I'm surprised it lasts very long. And I think for me personally, I really love fresh flowers in the house because it brought out the, the color. And you know, uh, it's difficult with lockdown because obviously we can't go to our favorite flower market yeah. every Saturday, which is a big bummer. But I'm very grateful <laughs> those two roses last for so long, which makes me really happy to look at them every day. So, Beautiful, short and sweet. <laughs> Love yes. it. So that's my um, first thing. So what about you, Matt? Lovely. Well, mine is actually, you're going to have a hard time relating to this one, actually. But it was, a, it was actually a YouTube video that I watched earlier in the week. Um, and I'll, I'll put a link to it in the description for this, for this episode. But it's called the um, Western States 100 Golden Hour Finishers is the name of the video. What's and that? I, so I'll, I'll show it to you. So I'm just pulling this up so you can look at it while I talk through it. Um, so I guess some context here. For those of you maybe not in the know or who don't know me personally, 
I'm a runner, so I've done a lot of marathons as well as what's known as an ultra marathon, which is a race that basically anything that lasts longer than 26.2 miles, which is a regular marathon. So um, can you explain for people in Australia? Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. For, for all of our, all of my friends, including myself, uh, I guess not in the United States, um, that's anything longer than 42 kilometers, which is a standard marathon. So there's a really famous one in the U.S. called the Western States Endurance Run. It's been going since, I believe, 1974, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of the first, um, it's 100 miles, just to be clear, which is about 160 or so kilometers. Starts, in, starts and ends in two different cities in California on the West Coast in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the oldest of, these, of this distance of race. Um, so I could, I could talk for ages about like, the history of the race and the sport and everything. But specifically, what's giving me joy this week about it. Mm-hmm. So the latest edition of the race was just put on uh, last weekend. And just for context, the people who actually attend it and are going to like, win this thing, so like the world elites of this, this, incra- uh, this insane, crazy thing, uh, the winner actually won it in less than 15 hours. I think like 14, 15 hours, 14 hours, 54 minutes, something for like, like that. 160 kilometers. It's, yeah. And it's, it's all through, you know, single track, like trail kind of uh, bushwalking kind wow. of trails like that. Um, so the winners are doing these, you know, ridiculously fast. What this video shows is what's called the golden hour, which is the very last. So you basically you have 30 hours to complete the race under your own power. Mm. If, you, if you last longer than that, then you have to be disqualified. Yeah. So what they call the golden hour is actually the last 60 minutes. So hour 29 to hour 30, basically. Yeah. And this is, you know, the people who win this race are doing it in half that. So you have to imagine when there's still people on the course, mm-hmm. you know, sort of your average person, like this would be me if I ever did a race like this, that was yeah. this long. They're still going and they've done at this point, 98, 99 miles of this thing. And they have one hour left out of a 30 hour time limit. And this video, literally all it is, is just showing the last mile or so, last couple kilometers for these people who are in that very last stretch of the 30 hour time limit. And it's very simple. It's, it's not very edited. It's just showing these people. It's like a, a series of them about 25 minutes long or so. And the reason it gives me joy is because to me, these are like the true heroes of this like crazy endurance running sport. Yeah. Because these are people who are taking, they're literally putting as much effort as they can for twice as long as the winners. Like, think about it that way. Mm. They're really stretching themselves. And oftentimes, like, the very last lap of this thing, you can see on the video, Yuna, is they're going around like a track. And this is after, you know, 99 miles of brutal, you know, bushwalking trail, basically. Like, after 29 hours. Exactly. So you can see, like, this person, 29 hours, 16 minutes, 50 seconds, and they're finishing it up. Yeah. So there's so much grit and determination and heart that goes into this last bit. It's just so exciting to watch. It's, I mean, it's, it's a weird spectator sport running, mm. right? But when you see something like this, you're really like, it just makes me makes driven to go. Yeah, right? it makes you emotional. Yeah. And you, you'll sometimes see like their families run the last bit with them. I think yeah, in this video, yeah, someone's doing yeah. that. I've seen people like when they come in, they pick up their kids and run in the, with their kids. Yeah. Um, it's just really pure and, and lovely to see that kind of thing. And it's one of the reasons that I like doing endurance sports. So yeah. That's, that's does, my does first Does this thing. like similar to your last hour for your 100 mile? It reminded okay. me a little bit of it actually, because yeah. so usually the way these things work, and I won't, I won't talk too much about this. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come up again in a future episode as well. But uh, you usually start very early in the morning on a Saturday, say, mm. and then you have 26 or 30 hours or whatever the cutoff is. So essentially, you know, mid-morning the next day on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the last one of these that I did was a hundred kilometer event in, in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, we started a little bit later. So we started around 8am and it, it took me, uh, 
what was it? A, a little over 24 hours in total to do it. Mm. So I was finishing up just after like sunrise on the next day. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this video does remind me a bit of what that felt like. Yeah. Because you really just, you find that sort of second or third or fourth wind at that point mm. to push yourself the last little bit and, and cross the finish line. And it's an amazing feeling. So, so yeah, this video is just nothing but that. And so that's why it's my first thing today, I suppose. Yeah. Yuna, what is your second thing? So my second thing accidentally is called Life is a Marathon. Oh, look at that. <laughs> this, this was unplanned. But okay. This is unplanned. Matt has no idea I'm going to talk about that. Um, this is like what I actually get from a marathon runner. Uh, I just feel like I, I feel uh, when we grow older, I start to understand more a lot of things in life. It's, it's not a, a sprint. It's actually about a marathon. You just have to be uh, relentless, has to keep on going and enjoying the journey. Don't, don't put too focus on uh, what's the result. I want to get there fast. I think the key takeaway for me is like, especially for my least week is like, when you're trying to learn something new or doing something like new exercise, you just need to, sometimes you see, you don't see uh, you, you have achieved uh, something great probably in a week's time, in a month's time, but you have to remember it's just a process. You just have to keep trying, keep learning, uh, keep challenging yourself. And in the end, it doesn't matter what the result is, as long as you focus on the whole journey, you will, be, you will feel like uh, fulfillment and feel happy. I feel like we're turning into like a motivational podcast uh. now. <laughs> I mean, that was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just looking at you know, while she's talking with like my eyes, there's like a single tear coming down my nose right now. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, babe. Yeah. So was there anything in particular that sparked this, this idea that's bringing you joy right now? Um, it's actually, it's two things that sparks me, this joy, right? It's, uh, the first thing is actually, um, I'm doing a course on Udemy called SQL. It's kind of coding language, right? Uh, I remember I taught Matt and my best friend Rach, like I'm trying to learn these things probably a year ago. <laughs> and a year later now, I've only done like 50% of the course, right? Literally it's only like a eight hours course. I've been so slow. <laughs> but the, the key point is, it's not a sprint. As long as I'm learning in my spare time, it's, it's good. And I do enjoy uh, the process of learning a new knowledge. That's the first thing. And the second thing um, I discover myself is, uh, is, is my um, fitness exercise training. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Matt knows, like, I used to do this crazy morning exercise routine probably two years ago. Oh, you were, you were yeah. one of those people who would, like, get up at 4.30 every morning. Yeah. I used yeah. to, to do that, but I, I stopped for two years. And recently, I just restarted doing a six weeks fitness program. And, and it's really difficult at the start. Yeah. But I mean, the key is getting into that habit, right? Exactly. Yeah. And my, my point is like, uh, be healthy, getting fit. It's not a, like a spring. It's not like you, you will achieve these things or, or get your goals in 
uh, like a month, half a year, a year. It's actually a lifestyle. It's a marathon. You have to treat that this way. You you have to remember, keep going, and enjoying the journey. How it makes you feel. I'm not turning to a motivational yeah. <laughs> speech, but I saw. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting to like respond to you. I'm like I don't even want to interrupt you right now. <laughs> You're in a tear. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number two. And um, man, what's your second thing? Well, my second thing is actually I think it's inspirational in a slightly different way. And I had mentioned to you earlier, kind of teasing what I would be sharing today, that this would make you proud, not of me, but just proud in general. Yeah. So this is actually from an article that I read about five days ago, although since then there's been a couple more articles about it. Yeah. Um, you probably also know about this looking yes. at my notes here. So for those not aware, not that long ago, there was another country who added a cute little robot on Mars. Yeah. Um, it's China. And Yay. Yeah, and so they have their, their, uh, their robot named, I'm gonna get the tones wrong on yeah. this. Zhu Rong. Zhu Rong. Zhu Rong. Yes, perfect. Which means what? That means something, right? The yeah. god of so fire? So in ancient China, Zhu Rong was the god of fire. Mm. So it's similar as in Greek, uh, goddess named uh, Perseus, right? <laughs> uh, per- 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 Perseus? Yeah, Perseus. Perseus? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's it's right, equivalent, that's right. yeah. Yeah, we're, we're both huge mythology buffs, as you can tell. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> we're, we're experts here. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there's a few articles here and I'll link them in the description uh, for the episode as well. But there's one in particular that I thought was fairly uh, interesting. So there's one from space.com. So, you know, it's official. It's yeah. space's official website. Mm-hmm. Um, the headline is on its first try, China's Zhu Rong. Yes, that's right. Uh, rover hit a Mars milestone that took NASA decades. And there's also, uh, there's a video that went along with it they, that they released that showed both the, the actual rocket uh landing on mars i mm-hmm. guess you could say and i think there was a quote i'm trying to find it but they mentioned that it actually it only landed about two kilometers away from the target which is amazing that's ridiculous they also have uh, oh and, and also showed video of of Zhuzhong. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get that right um uh riding away from from the uh, the spaceship as well and, yeah. and showing some some actual footage as well which i'll link in the description along with the article um so yeah big congrats to china's Tian Wan team? Tian Wan. Tian Wan. Yes. I'm, I'll talk more about my, my Chinese learning struggles on a later <laughs> episode, but you can tell I'm, I'm still struggling a bit with the tones there. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that's just really cool to see. It's, it's, to me, it's amazing that there's, we can actually see fairly high definition video yeah, on it, Mars. It, it like, that's insane to me. You have to check the video. Like I, I, when I looked at video on, on YouTube, like the high definition just surprised me like i I, i've never imagined i could see mars so clearly now here's the question here's the big one do you want to see mars so clearly with your own eyes that's a good question depends on how long i can live right what if it was the last thing that you could do for your life the last thing they say oh yuna you've had a very long fulfilling life here on this planet Uh that we're trashing (laughs) do you want to go to this other planet for the last few minutes of your life and just see it yeah, definitely. But what uh, if I'm still on Earth? Oh, no. Well, okay. Definitely yeah. choose us. <laughs> so there's a caveat there. Okay, yeah. good. Just wanted to we make have sure. To go together. That was the assumption, I think, yes, maybe. Exactly. Okay, cool. And we'll bring, we'll bring Mocha version yeah, 5, Mocha whatever version it is five. by then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. And the other thing, uh, while, I was, while I was finding some, some last minute things to read about this, I actually saw another article that was released literally just a couple hours ago. 
So I haven't I haven't read the whole thing, but I skimmed it here on the just to be you know fair to um, you know the other major country that's on Mars right now. NASA's rover, uh, our little Perseverance guy, um, mm. just posted an update on his Twitter, um, yeah. and I love. This could be like its own little mini thing that brings me joy, but I'm just kind of tacking it on here. Yeah. I love the fact that there's a there's a Twitter for the NASA Perseverance <laughs> bot and it, it actually tweets, you know, using first person pronouns. Yeah. So, you know, one of the latest ones is is this is the Perseverance Mars rover. So it's at NASA Persevere, all one word. He says, oh, sorry, he or she says, I'm not sure how it identifies. I've made it to my next lookout, overlooking a spot we're calling Seita, which I believe is a Navajo word, I believe. Yeah, so it means amidst the sand in the Navajo language. Yeah. Um, it's an area of dunes with some good science targets in and around it. I'll spy a few from here, doing science from afar, and then circle around and keep exploring. My location, and there's a link off to the NASA site. Yeah. I just love the the wording here. I love doing science from afar, and there's good science targets. It's just so, it's so cute. The yeah. fact that it's, you know, this combination of this amazing thing that we're doing as a, as a species Mm. And yet we can still have kind of fun with it, right? Yeah, I really definitely. enjoy that. Does, does, does this town remind you of the, the Star Wars robot? A little bit, yeah. Right? I, I wonder if they, <laughs> they drew any inspiration for that, actually. I'd, yeah, I'd be curious exactly. if, they, if they could, because it's, they're very cute little robots. Yeah. Um, you know, they sing happy birthday to themselves. That, that's a very old article. I don't know if you really? saw that one. You know? Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, well, it's, it's a little depressing, actually, because I think it, when you think about it, it's just playing happy birthday to itself. Like, mm-hmm. it actually plays a little tune. Um, Maybe... Uh, they can celebrate together with Zhurong, you know? They're both in the same uh, Oh my god, you now. just put the right. cutest picture in my head. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is a US. We're not, we're not get, we're not going to get super into like geopolitics on this show because ugh, but <laughs> two ambassadors, two adorable little ambassadors yeah. of two countries that don't have the best relationship right now meeting each other on neutral ground. Yeah. And celebrating each other's birthday together. That's wonderful, right? Is the most adorable thing <laughs> I've ever thought in my entire life. <laughs> um, what if they just like took a selfie together on, oh, on Mars? Oh, that'd be so cute. Oh my cute. gosh, that would be... The, yeah, okay. That's uh, My head is just like spinning with how cute that would be. Well, hopefully uh, they'll be able to do that at some point. But yeah, that's, that's my second thing. I just think it's so cool to see that. And like makes you wondering if you will ever see Martian... <laughs> One day. Well, now they're the Martians, right? <laughs> yeah. Our little robots are now the Martians. Exactly. All right. Uh, Yuna, what is your third thing? So my third thing is actually um, my uni in China. Uh, they have released a, a, re- a graduation song from all their graduates. And the song's name is called The Wind is start to, Starting to Blow. Qi Feng Le. Oh, beautiful. Okay, yeah. uh, and we'll put a little snippet of it right here so everyone can listen. The reason I love it is, is actually the, the graduates, they wrote the lyrics themselves. And all the lyrics has covered the areas, uh, the, the uh, places and the buildings and the dorms we have lived in. And they make this MV uh, along the entire campus and just bring me back to that beautiful four years spending there. 
in Wuhan. And you recognize so, all the locations in the video too, right? No, actually, I only probably recognize, say, 60% because it's been 15 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since I went back to the uni. So mm. it's actually really emotional. So I, I actually post a video on, on WeChat. It's, WeChat is equivalent of Facebook. Right. A, a version in China and uh, a lot of my uni friends who I haven't seen them post a single thing for year for probably for a year suddenly post they're all over it right? <laughs> they're all yeah. over yeah. and commenting say oh my god this reminds me the the four years uni life we have and I I miss my my uni and I would like to go back I think this you showed me this video mm. um, and it is it is really beautiful like I've, I mean I've never even been there but uh, I found it just beautiful the way that they honored their campus and there's so much yeah. love for it which is amazing yeah it's like it's the campus is huge and we have lots of trees we have a lake and we have a beautiful flowers and lots of history which mm. I love so much yeah that's awesome mm. so that's my Number three. So what's your last thing that makes you happy? Well, I want, and you can see it in my notes here as well. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to, you think you know this, what this is going to be? Yes. I, I wanted, to, I wanted to end off on something kind of lighthearted. Uh, so for those of you who listened to our episode one of the podcast, you probably heard the voice of our hidden third host. Yeah. Who is being much nicer today because he's sitting with us on the couch while we're recording. So my third thing is actually our conversations with our little puppy Mocha. Yeah. Now, the funny thing here is that when we first got him, and just for a little history here, we bought him when he was, how old was he? Like? 10 weeks. 10 weeks, 11, 11 weeks, something like yeah. that. Yeah. When he was just a puppy. And, you know, he was an adorable little thing. He wasn't super vocal. I mean, no. he, was, he, did, he was a bit, he had a little bit of a separation anxiety. So he would yeah. whine a bit at night, which we got over eventually. But he didn't bark that much. He didn't whine that much. He didn't really growl even that much. He just like a teddy bear. He was just a little teddy bear. I loved to play. Just kind of quiet little puppy. Yeah. Within the last, I would say, you know, <laughs> maybe like three months or last so. Months, really just probably. like the last three months. Yeah. He has found his voice. And so, you know, we live by a road and you often hear police sirens or ambulance sirens or things like that. And whenever we hear something like that, or whenever Mocha hears something like that, I should say, he is not a huge fan of something he hears but can't see. So if we're out and about doing a walk, he's fine. He never makes any noises. If he hears it while we're in the building or, you know, heaven forbid, if we have a fire drill yeah. in the building, he lets out this amazing howling sound <laughs> and tries to talk to us. And sometimes I don't even know if he has to hear anything to do that. He'll just like want to get our attention and he'll just start talking to us. Yeah. We recorded a clip pretty recently Usually we forget to record these because it doesn't last very long, but we recorded one recently of him just refusing to shut up <laughs> yeah. and just trying to say something to us. And I'll, I'll, I'll insert just a clip of that here now. So yeah, he is very vocal. He likes to talk back often. Mm. If we tell him to get off the couch, he'll sort of, he'll, he'll get off the couch, but he'll kind of throw in like a little, oh, 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 oh. a little bark. Yeah. And when we play with him, he sounds like a demon, yeah. which is fun. And he howls at the fire drill alarm, like I said before. And yeah. he's just become a very funny little guy. Yeah. And for that, 
he is, I mean, he's a joy every day. I'm sure he's going to come up on this list in various forms yeah. in future episodes. But yeah, this specifically, he's just gotten so talkative with us. It's, um, I really wish we knew what he was saying. Exactly. Um, although I think if we could actually translate for him, I really think he would just be like cursing at us constantly, yeah. calling us idiots. Um, <laughs> no, Mocha is a lovely little teddy bear. No, because you know what? We do this thing sometimes where <laughs> we both do it, but yeah. you, you do it, I think more often than me, where you'll just kind of translate for him. And oh, he yeah. likes to call it, what does he like to call us? What's his favorite term for us? <laughs> Dumbass. No, not <laughs> no. not dumb. Not not that bad. No, no. He'll call us uh, stupid humans. Stupid humans. That's the fa- that's the favorite thing that you like to interpret his voice as. Exactly. Um, so I'm pretty sure if he could talk like human language. Okay. Um, I'd probably feel a lot worse about myself. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Probably if we can truly understand what he's talking about us, we won't find him adorable. Not nearly as cute. Yeah. <laughs> you would just be more human and maybe become a teenager that doesn't want to talk to his parents. I think so, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should cherish having a uh, a little thing in our house that we can understand what it's saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, just, let's just enjoy that while we have it, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely my third thing. And, uh, you know, it never gets old hearing that, so. No, never, yeah. never. And, like, um, we are thinking, like, maybe we could put some of the, his cute videos on Mocha's Instagram account. Feel free. You're doing to... another another plug. Feel right. free to click that. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're still adorable. No, no, do, do the pitch. Do the pitch. Do the pitch. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, do your pitch. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> it's just purely out of love. Purely out of love. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our three things for today. I had a lot of fun doing these. I have a lot of fun talking to you. And, I hope and so. send each other's. Because <laughs> you're gonna get a lot more of this over the years. No, I think I think doing I mean, these recording together and understand the three things. Because I feel like this just brings little joy out of life and reminds you how great life is, and and makes you feel like you want to enjoy, just really enjoying the ride with 100%, each other. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So thank you everyone for listening to episode two of Our Three Things. Just a couple also little announcements maybe. Uh, we finally have the podcast on more platforms. So if you're listening on Spotify, that's how it started, but it's on several others. You can go to bit.ly slash O3T dash podcast to see all of those. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm trying to sound professional over here <laughs> to find the platform that works best for you. I also want to quickly give notice to our intro and outro song. So it's a couple Chinese songs that actually, you know, you were doing some dance routines too, which yeah. we maybe t- we'll talk about in the future. Exactly. Do you want to help me with uh, attributing these? So for our intro song, we have... It's called Guang Han Gong. And who's it by? It's by Wenzo. Is that right? I, I, I'm not sure, actually. No, that's just copy-pasted from the video. It's yeah, in, it's in Chinese characters, which I don't know how to read all of them. Yeah, because uh, it's not like a famous singer, probably a singer that's uh, just online. But uh, we found this song because uh, it's part of my uh, Chinese classic dance class. Yep, and then our outro mm. is... It's Hong Zhao Yue by Ying Jue Shiting. Yep. I hope I said it right. Well, I hope that you said it right, because I wouldn't be able to say it right. Yes, Ying Jue anyway, Shiting. Yep. They're lovely little songs, and uh, we'll put them. I'll put the links in the show description as well going forward, so you can go listen yeah. to them if you want. And make sure to check the dance choreography to those two songs. They're beautiful, lovely Chinese classic jazz. 
One of them is Chinese classic jazz. One of them is just Chinese classic. If you're interested in learning the dance, make sure to check those YouTube videos. And they are not a sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> that would be strange if they were. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, like to sell them anyway. Yeah, because I just love dancing. Um, and then final thing, we also have an Instagram account that will, during the week, we'll try to post little joyful things too, just to kind of keep your spirits up. So you can feel free to follow that as well. It's just our three things. You can search for it on Instagram and you can follow there. Yeah. Anything else? Um, nothing. All right. I think we had a great time. This was a good one. Yeah. So this, we're going to sign off for now and we will see you next week. Yeah. And always remember that our fourth thing is, is you. you. That was good. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.